0: If you prove your bread properly, you end up with a beautiful loaf like that. And you can see how smooth it is all the way around. And one line down the middle. That is a gorgeous loaf. This one, I don't want to see any more loaves looking like that. You'll have me to answer to. Florentine. What better way to remember a summer in mum's backyard, uh, tea in the air, uh, other uh, Genesis tapes blaring, and then your your, your mum brings out a Florentine and you think, ah, it truly is a wonderful time to be alive. Watch your cock and have a banana. It's, I think you'd be into it. The podcast about your problematic faves. Um... I'm I'm your your first host, Brendan Beck.
1: I'm your second host, Beth Scorzato. And
0: I'm your third host, Newbin Crabbingston.
1: Got it. That's, Nailed it.
0: That's my, that's my one British name that mm. I use for it. if I need to have a British name. It's Nubin Crabbingston.
1: Anyway, uh, these very <laughs> inaccurate accents are brought to you by us talking about the great. British, well, depending on where you are, either the Great British Baking Show or the Great British
2: Bake Off, with- or
0: or the Great British Philosopher Show.
1: No, with Mariana King.
2: Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Welcome to our show. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah. When when you mentioned uh, possibly doing GBBO as your episode, I was like, oh my god, Beth is watching those right now. We have
1: to do this. Yeah. Plus the new season starting like next week on PBS. I mean, it's old old new. It's old, new. It's new to us. Yeah. It's new to us. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we are going to actually be cooking one of the technical challenges uh, from a previous episode uh, the Mary Berry's Florentines.
2: And it's going to be great. And so we're let's gonna do uh, it Yank style.
1: We're going to do it Yank style. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's get into that.
0: Yeah. So uh, here comes the tense music. <laughs> Here in the kitchen, live. Uh, God, I haven't watched enough of this show to like you be haven't. able to do a, a good goof on any of them.
1: Basically, just make some innuendo and then yell one, two, three, bake!
0: Oh, I got, I, I got, I got one. That, that, that's a very, ready, set, it's a very good-looking bread. I would like to fuck that bread. <laughs> I'm <No>. Paul Hollywood. <laughs>
1: I mean, he does get real, yeah, yeah,
0: it's it's hilarious how much he clearly wants to he's fuck everybody. the loaf
1: self-proclaimed of bread. <laughs> king of bread. I mean, uh, I don't know, maybe he's not self-proclaimed, but no, I think he is. I think I think he's self-proclaimed. There's something mesmerizing about because his hair mesmerizing
2: <laughs> about watching him knead dough. Yeah. Like when you watch the master classes and you see him actually just like pick up a piece of dough and slap it around and then yeah. with, with one hand like roll it oh, he gets into dirty a, a bowl, you're like, gosh. I know. I think it's And then while he's doing it too
1: though, Mary Berry's like, oh with your strong arms, <laughs> right? you're like, Mary, you're being weird. you are being too weird. <laughs> do <laughs> Listen, do we She th- can look. I know.
2: <laughs> she does. Do
0: we think they've ever banged?
2: No. Definitely not.
1: Okay. But I Mary Berry's too classy <laughs> for that.
2: She's definitely too classy, but she is also classy enough to flirt with him and keep it going. And he's classy enough to like, you know, in that very sort of British way, acknowledging, I know you want me, girl. (laughs) <laughs> even, sure. though, even though he's much younger than her. Right, Yeah, right, right. Well, But he's... she's
1: also, like, she has, we were talking about this earlier, she has, like, a very true affection for him. Oh, totally. Even though I think she also finds him slightly ridiculous. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> like, in one of the master classes, you realize that, like, they are friends. She, like, makes some passing comment. He was like, yeah, I called because I was nearby and I was going to pop down for tea and by the time I got you there, you had these made, like, I don't understand. And then she was like, I could hear your car coming down the street. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Like you it's so saucy, funny, <laughs> saucy gentleman.
2: <laughs> I there's nothing I
0: I love more than a saucy older British lady.
2: Oh, oh she's, she's wonderful, great.
0: Um, so I speaking, mean, do we
2: have that archetype in America? It's just. Um, I don't think. Well, we have th- we have like the
0: cougar, but that's a little we different. We have the cougar.
1: We have like the cougar, and then we have like Betty White, but that's just like a singular, yeah, human, yeah. yeah. Like like I feel like the like the Golden Girls in general is the closest you come to that, and like older ladies that are just kind of like. Yeah, but they're more body than saucy. That's true. Right. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, yeah. like if B. Arthur wanted you, she would have you. It it, <laughs> it 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 would it had very little to do with you.
1: Yeah, that's fair. That's, that's fair. true.
0: Um, so we're here right now in the kitchen. We're uh uh, Beth and Mariana are uh, doing some some baking. Yeah. Uh, what are you guys doing right now?
2: We're taking on a technical challenge from uh, okay. the Great British Bake Off. Okay. Also known as the Great British Baking Show ah, on yes. this side of the pond. Or
0: the Great British Baker's Stone. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Although I noticed,
1: because I always thought it was called the Great British Bake Off, but I've noticed on the the
2: cake thing they give them at the end, it does mm-hmm. say Great British Baking Show. I think that my, my boyfriend and I were pondering this out, um, rewatching on Netflix, try and rewinding and trying to see again... Um, do you think they record the giving of the cake plate twice once for the british audience and one for the u.s audience wherein Mm. they get one cake plate that says great british bake off and in another they get one that says great british baking show or do you think that the production company has paid some super savvy Film editor person to just fix it? to fix it in post. Hmm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure why it even has two different names because of trademarks in the United States. Bake Pillsbury off? has trademarked the Bake Off. Oh, the Pillsbury Bake Off in the United States. They won't share. They're oh. not going to share that Bake Off title. F-
0: fuck, fuck, Mister Puff and <laughs> stuff. What's his name? The
2: Pillsbury. It's Pillsbury. Pillsbury Dope pop Poppin' fresh. Right. Poppin' pop and and fresh. fresh. Pop yeah. and fresh. fresh Looks sweet. He won't yeah. share.
0: Oh, yeah. He, he is a ruthless capitalist.
2: <laughs> well, you don't even see it always. Sometimes you only see it kind of. Yeah, it's like, it's very. They do a very good job yeah. of trying to keep it directly out yeah. of frame. Sure. I mean, it may actually be a post
1: thing because you so rarely actually see it. And no. because it's etched on glass,
2: it's so hard to see anyway. Yeah. It may just be like a really simple post fix. That's what we figured too, because if indeed they were shooting the finale announcement twice, twice? everyone involved would, is no. much better yeah. actors than most American reality yeah. show yeah. crowds. Nobody <laughs> nobody would react that well twice. Yeah. No. No. Definitely not.
0: <laughs> I'm just always impressed by how everyone is kind of chill at the end. Like, even if someone's sad... Everyone's still hugging. Yeah. And it's like, there's not this, like, you have to walk off down an empty hallway.
2: Right. Well, I think that's one of the things that I, I love so much about the show, that they they all sort of have all of the, the bakers in every season I've ever seen have a real sense of their own limitations. Sure. And, and the and they're genuine fans of one another, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you see all the bakers that have been let go, that have been released previously in the season, and they come back for the finale, and yeah. they're talking about, well, Oh, who,
0: I didn't know they did that. Do you I think didn't know there gonna was win. a reunion.
1: Well, at the, and the very final one, there's always a big like garden party, and everybody's families get invited, and all of the bakers who had gone home get invited, oh. too. And so you see them in the final one, like asking, like Oh, if people left, who do you think? And they're always like, and because they spend like their weekends with one another, and like they take the tr- like they become friends. Like in the end of the last one, where Nadia won. Um- He was then like, uh, whatever his name was. Tamal. Tamal was like talking to her kids and was like, hey, can I come over for dinner? Because your mom said I'm coming over for dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Like they became like
2: friends. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That's awesome. They were were, throughout that season, Nadia and Tamal sort of had like this brother-sister thing going on where she would give him a hard time and he would give her a hard time right back. And it was very sweet. Yeah. And then, of course, when she got into the final and they were interviewing her children, and her little girl is sitting on the couch and she's like, I like lemon cake and chocolate cake. Yeah, <laughs> it was so cute. <laughs> really droll. It's just droll. And it then is. and then
0: Mary Berry was like,
2: I like
1: lemon cake she, and I like chocolate cake. She likes anything that has alcohol in it. But right. um, she's like,
2: oh, is
0: she a, dr- is she a drunk?
1: No, oh, well, no, no. She, you know, just, she just likes she likes an alcohol. She's an old woman who can appreciate a good alcoholic dessert. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair um, enough. yeah. And like, I think. We talked about this when I first started watching it. I think I like The Great British Bake Off for the same reason I like MasterChef Junior. Sure. <laughs> because when you watch the, I don't like MasterChef. Like I hate no. like all of the like I'm gonna kill you and like dude. I actually, do I do kind of like um. Oh fuck the Alton Brown. Oh one. oh
0: oh, <laughs> uh, kitchen. <laughs> Not Kitchen Confidential, uh, Cutthroat, Kitchen. Cutthroat, oh, Kitchen. Cutthroat
1: Kitchen. Cutthroat Kitchen, yeah. But that's just because it's absurd. Yeah. It's an absurd show. They had a guy um, in there
0: once whose name was like... DJ Chef. DJ Chef. DJ Chef, who's hated him. Who's the worst person I've ever seen on a but TV that's show. that's the
1: kind of person you see on American cooking shows. Yeah. People like DJ Chef. Yeah, he he, um,
0: he looks like somebody uh, couldn't afford Guy Fieri, so they like, went for like <laughs> the next cheapest it's thing. It's just
1: like, yeah, I don't like American cooking shows that much because they are like hyper competitive in like a really trumped up like american reality show way but i do like master chef i do like master chef junior because because it's kids they don't pressure them to do that so you get all these really genuine like them hugging each other and like coming to help each other and like it's really sweet and i love that aspect of master chef junior like all the kids working together and then that translates itself to adults for baking it does like the first time i saw when we were watching it it like because having only seen american shows like the first time we were watching it and i saw like one of them like helping another one of them or like Mel and Sue, like giving an extra hand to do a thing. And I was like, whoa, that's allowed. Yeah. People are allowed to help each other. Like what the fuck is this? Have you seen what the is one this camaraderie
2: where someone accidentally used someone else's custard? Yes. And he was so cool about it. Yeah. He she did. was, Crestfallen. fallen. Yeah. She was so mortified. She used Ian. I think it was Ian. No, it wasn't uh, I can't remember. Oh, you can't use Ian's custard. No. No, but then. But yeah, they accidentally used
1: each other's custard.
2: Um, And his custard was fabulous. Fabulous. Yeah. Hers was a little thin. Yeah. So they ended up switching backs. And there was also
1: (sighs) the one where the guy ended up throwing his thing away was another thing. Very big.
2: Very big moment in yeah, the great British Bake Off, but it was also it was Bing-gate. also another yeah, it was also another <laughs> one
1: where I think like somebody had taken the wrong thing out of the freezer.
2: Somebody had yes. taken his out of the freezer, they and so making, it had baked melted Alaska, oh. and they had to make ice cream. And in truth and fairness. They did not give anyone enough time no. to make an ice cream, and they didn't have enough holiday, freezers, really. Oh, and no. so somebody had taken his out of
1: the freezer and not put it back by like it was a genuine right. accident. She took it out to put something, to put something in else in, and then never put, put, back put back his in. back in. Oh, so when no. he went to get it, it was out of the freezer, and he just like had a meltdown and he threw his whole thing away and walked out of the tent. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. And was- like as he was about to do it, Mel was like, "No, no, 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 no." no, 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 no. And then he did it. He just tossed it and walked away. Is
0: is yeah. Mel the brunette one? Yes, yes. Mel I have a crush on, or the other and, one. And,
1: ooh, Mel well, is the crush brunette. On both of them, and, and, actually. And I think Sue is the Sue is the blonde. Well,
0: I mean, I I are 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 they are they lesbians? Both of them, either
1: I don't them? know.
0: Okay. I don't know. I don't. Think I just have a preternatural ability to to have crushes on women that turn out to be lesbians.
2: I oh, have no okay. idea. All right.
1: Well, I think I they're mean, besties, which is all I care about. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, and I didn't yeah.
0: mean with each other. I just meant in general.
1: No, I don't. Okay. Yeah, I just I have mean no they idea. would
2: be the cutest couple ever. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um.
1: Ugh, I just yeah, I have like a lot of feelings about all these just like lovely British humans who bake. <laughs>
2: yeah, the, and that's the <laughs> thing. It's is so there the thing that I love too, and was the most stunning thing when I discovered the show when I first started watching it a few years ago is. There's no million dollar prize. Yeah, they what literally the just get a, a cake
1: It's just a the cake glory. Platter.
2: It's just huh. the glory. That's it. It's the glory and the respect of your peers. How British is that? That, that <laughs> is
0: super fucking and they British. They get like
1: 20,000 applications every year to wow. take like 12 or one year, 13, which was a big deal. Oh, very yeah. big deal.
2: Wow. Scandal.
0: And they're on season what now? Like four or five?
2: Well... Well, they're okay, in season there's a four in the U.S. Yes. Okay. But there have been seven seasons in total the in the U.K. Oh.
1: But they're going to be airing season four here on PBS soon, okay. and that starting will be next year, starting season. Friday,
2: June sixteenth.
0: Oh, so we're so we're not going to get my boy Noel until a little while from now, right?
2: Next year. Next
0: year. Okay.
1: It would be filming this year in the UK, and it would air in here next year if they
2: continue doing it. Gotcha. Yeah, if PBS decides to carry on yeah. with the new, sure, the new crew, the new crew.
0: So speaking so let's of,
2: uh, let's. I was gonna say, let's get some
1: baking, and then we can talk yeah. some more about it while it's in. Well, uh, uh,
0: tell me what you guys are doing. We're first.
1: cooking Mary Berry's Florentines,
2: which was a technical challenge. It was a technical okay. challenge. Uh, the thing that's great, one of the things I love about the show is that the the week that a new episode airs, you can go on PBS.org and you can find what the technical challenge recipe is for that week okay, upcoming. I, I think it's pronounced Peebus. Peebus. So you can go to Peebus.org and you can Don't find the technical him. challenge recipe and you can bake it. Okay. Um, and I have done that a few times. I have Wonderful. never made this recipe before, but I have made really weird ones, like the uh, the infamous Charlotte Royale mm-hmm. that looked okay. like a brain. I made uh, that I just with a friend. I made, uh, we, yeah, we made the, it together. I
1: was going to, to say, I meant to say I had turbinado sugar that we could use instead of the demerara sugar yeah. or whatever, but we
2: use white. Yeah. It'll be fine. So well, f- see what? We, we, we used white sugar. To, but that brings up a very good point. We did have to substitute a couple of things in this recipe. Because there are there some are things that
1: are very British. Such as candy peel.
2: Candied peel. Golden syrup, which we don't really use here in the US. It's essentially what they use a lot in place of corn syrup. It's mm-hmm. um, apparently what's
0: on the Trump tape too.
1: <laughs> um, there's, a uh, something on here called like demura sugar, which is like a golden sugar based on where it comes from. And like, I have some, it's like a raw sugar and I have some like raw okay. turbinado sugar, but we just used white sugar. Now we're gonna see what happens.
2: We're going to see what happens for our listeners. I feel like it'll just
1: make, I feel like it'll end up making the like part that sticks the Florentine together maybe a little thinner.
2: Than the raw sugar. I think it'll probably just caramelize
1: differently. Less. Yeah.
2: Maybe it won't be as dark as caramely hmm. colored, maybe.
1: But that's all right. We also didn't have any candy peels, so we used extra cranberries. Because that's um, not really
2: the kind of thing you can pop to the shops Yeah. And, no. pick and we're pick up gonna here we're in we're Los using Angeles.
1: Though this is where America wins. We were talking about the chocolate chips. Uh, there's like a whole step in England. They don't really sell chocolate the same way we do. Oh, so yeah. like you have to temper the chocolate first. But whatever they make chocolate chips in in the US, it's tempered already. Nice. We basically just have to melt it.
0: <laughs> so for our listeners that don't, Know what a Florentine is? I know what a Florentine is, but <laughs> Just for so our everyone listeners, is aware I didn't know what
2: a
1: Florentine was when I was when I was first watching it. I thought
0: a Florentine was like an egg thing. Can not you have an egg Florentine? You can, you have, can an have
2: an egg Florentine. Florentine. Okay, Jinx. Yeah, <laughs> that is a breakfast dish okay. that has um spinach in it. It's usually I've seen with like poached eggs yeah. and a hollandaise and spinach. Okay,
1: it's it's Situation. kind of like a cross between an eggs Benedict and a and a um, frittata. No, like, yeah. oh, thank you. Yeah, um, this these Florentines are little like, cookie crispy like caramelized, um, like fruit and chocolate wafers with a uh, chocolate backing. Yes, oh. and then you, you put like a chocolate, like you dip like if you dipped like a shortbread cookie in a chocolate backing. Sure. So you make these little like crispy,
2: fruity biscuits and then dip them in chocolate. Ooh. Which is another great. Great British term. Biscuits. Yeah, everything's yes. a biscuit. Everything's oh, yeah. a biscuit unless it's a cake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or unless,
0: or unless it's football.
2: Unless it's hmm. football, right? So biscuits can be they're they're not like an American biscuit. Yeah. Well, they can be. They can be exactly. But then they're often referred
1: to as my favorite is anytime somebody says, "Oh, I I got an American recipe or I'm doing it the American way," <laughs> and the amount of shade that Paul Hollywood throws on them for that. Yes, yeah. (laughs) They have many opinions about American baking, and none of them are good. Well, you know, he's just upset
0: that in America it's frowned upon to fuck the bread.
2: (laughs) Is it, though? I mean, I feel like we're...
0: We did have that movie that was entirely about fucking a pie.
2: Land of the free. I think think Paul Hollywood would be into that. Which, actually
1: mbim has talked about fucking pies two weeks in a row now oh really <laughs> and on um, the last one and this was a point i never thought about but i'm gonna bring it up even though i'm copying mbim bam because i never thought about it he pointed out why would he knowing that the kitchen is a communal space why would he have not taken the pie to his room other right. than he wanted to get caught <laughs> right
0: like it's yeah. his fetish like i want to be fucking a pie and then have eugene levy, <laughs> levy walk, walk in. in on me like
1: <laughs> You know, like the kitchen is definitely a communal space. Yeah. And like if
0: anyone was going to uh, walk in on you in a sexually compromising situation, I'd want it to be Eugene Levy. Mm -hmm.
2: This is, uh, yeah, in fairness, yeah, I feel like he would roll with the punches. Yeah. But back to you saying that you
1: definitely know what a Florentine, but other people don't. So here's the fun thing about the technical challenges. Whenever you get one, usually like 80% of the people are like, I don't know what the fuck this is. I don't know what that is. And
2: we're making this with far more instructions than they would get. Ooh. Yes, we yeah. we know what proportions, like how long to bake them. You would never they don't tell them that. Um, we know what temperature to bake it at. They don't always tell them that. And yeah. we know uh, what portion to make. This tells us to dish them into one teaspoon size portions. Yeah. Whereas on this show, they didn't know. Yeah, they just the knew thing they had with to the
1: is they get very reduced instructions. So there'll oh. be things like if you're making like. Uh three something that involves like three tiers of a cake with some other stuff. Like the first instruction will be like make the cakes. Ah.
2: <laughs> because everyone so should, you know, just how have you should just know how to make a sponge cake. Yeah. Like yeah. A sponge. 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 That's another thing too. I never realized there were so many kinds different of kinds sponge. of sponge. There's Genoese sponge, there's Victoria sponge, there's I mean there's I've the become loofa. obsessed. I've
1: really recently become obsessed both with the word and the idea of making because it sounds delicious, Frangipan.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Frang- that like Japan. almond. That like almond. It's like an almond paste. paste. Yeah, like an almond paste cake.
0: Okay, because okay, I know what a fran Japan is, but our <laughs> listeners might not.
1: Well, she just—it's an just almond said. paste cake. Yes, yeah, it sounds very good.
0: Um, so I guess with that, we'll uh, we'll, well yeah. let you guys get to the the baking. So yeah. I'm going to do uh, the the little thing that they say in the show. Feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme. <laughs> get on up! It's baking time. All right. Well, that was fun. Uh, everything has been everything has been uh, baked.
1: Well, so here's a fun, fun little behind the scenes. As soon as you stopped recording, uh, we went to start baking and immediately fucked up and first had to thing. remeasure something. <laughs> the very first thing. The very yep. first thing we did. Yeah. What happened? What happened? We I had a pot on the stove to melt the chocolate over, and, um, and she and, and Mariana didn't realize that she dumped the stuff I in it, not knowing the there was water in the bottom. Mm. So we immediately had to dump that out, remeasure the stuff. First but sound
2: of us making the Florentine was oh, oh no!
1: <laughs> but it does mean that we got to remeasure it with the other sugar. So now it's not white oh. sugar; it is the raw sugar. So oh,
2: um, they came out. Okay, I think. They look like they did on the show. They look right.
1: Some of them are a little burned, but they look right. Okay. Zigzagging on the bottom was actually a lot harder than it looked. They're in the fridge right now to try and set a little better
2: because our apartment's very warm. And it's summer in LA. Yeah. Like, it's not... It's not Dorset. It's yeah. not the British countryside no. in the yeah. fall. It sucks. Although we are drinking tea, we are drinking to tea. We did
1: make tea because <laughs> the longer we went, we were like, oh god, I need some tea. That is
2: that is
0: true. Um, uh, Mariana is drinking out of a a mug that says "Eat a dick." Yeah,
1: Eat a I dick. gave her an option. I do have a KCRW mug, but I do also have mugs that say "Good morning, asshole" and "The blood of my enemies."
0: <laughs> I went to an Elvis Costello oh, show. Oh, and I have a
1: travel mug that. Oh, I have a travel mug that says "Piss off."
0: Yes. Here I we went go. to an Elvis Costello show on Sunday, and there was never a point where no matter where I looked, there was always one person with a KCRW hoodie on.
1: <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> it's um, not surprising.
0: So, yeah, so, so GBBO, we talked about it a little bit in, in our cooking segment. Um, we generally have our, our guests give their sort of 30-second pitch on, on why they're in t-
2: into this show.
1: And it often goes yeah. longer than that, but it's a good way to concentrate your thoughts
2: well, I think the most important thing, if you've never seen it, is to imagine a, a show, a chronicle, if you will, of 12 amateur bakers all geeking out in one tent in the British countryside. I think uh, for, for nothing but the glory of being crowned the great British baking champion.
0: This sounds horny as fuck. <laughs> this sounds, the way you described it, it sounds super horny.
2: Well, it is no. very, con- I, you know, when you think about it, though, like, you are putting all these things in your mouth. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's it, true. There is something sensual about that's fake That's true. Goods.
1: And there is a lot of innuendo, but I think that's just like a very British thing to just have a lot of sex jokes. Like, oh, it's yeah. It's just a yeah. very British sensibility. I mean, it is, and we talked a little bit about this in the quicks of it, it's just, it's it's the opposite it's it's a cooking show with everything I hate about American cooking shows taken out.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's
1: camaraderie and there's like very healthy masculinity
2: and like Guy right, Fieri dudes, is nowhere dudes, to be dudes, seen. Like no dudes way. crying and, and Although dudes, there was that one guy stew. In one of the seasons oh, with the guy, he yeah. was—I was, think—the first to go in yeah. the season. He had the bowler hat and the like. Oh, the super the, hipster dude! Yeah. yeah, he was the first one to leave. He was like, and I hated him. I'm gonna put beetroot in my. I hated him, so takes. I was like, very happy he was, out out here. he was gone. He was gone. I mean, he's a little baby Guy Fieri. He's like as as close to Guy Fieri as a British man yeah, can get. He was super I think. hipster. So he's
0: boy Fieri.
2: Boy Fieri, he was, right?
1: Yeah, he was super. And like, there were definitely some hipsters on other ones. There was the the guy that uh on the first season that always wanted to like. Big, his pronunciation of kawaii made me die. His pronunciation oh, of what? Yeah,
2: because he had so many yeah. teeth in his
1: mouth. He <laughs> wanted to do a, like, Japanese... He's like, I'm doing this traditional Japanese pattern on my uh, Swiss roll, called... And he, like, looks over and then leans back and goes, kawaii? And I, it was amazing.
0: Because I, th- yeah. I was like, wait, is he trying to say, like, kawaii? Like, yeah. Japanese for cute? Yeah. Th- okay. All right. Maybe. He was, Sounds, and it's yeah. so
1: funny. Um, But they're all just, like, really... Delightful, And you can tell that, like, behind the scenes, they, like, are actually friends. There's no, like, trumped up, like, I'm gonna get you. Like, we're enemies. There's a lot of, like, oh, what can I help with? What are you doing? Did you take it out yet? Like, consulting with one another. Like, like, because there's... And I think part of that is that it is just for, like, the glory of it. You know? There's not really... Not that there's no stakes, but I feel like a lot of times on American cooking shows, like, there is all this money that people are competing for, and they're like, I need this money to save my restaurant,
2: like. Well, and also, yeah, and I think that's an important thing, too. The stakes in American shows, whether they're real or or contrived, they're always, like, a guy whose mother is dying of cancer competing for prize money against someone whose house just burned down. Yeah. Like, these are just, you know, teachers. And yeah. and prison governors, yeah, and and well, hold up, prison
1: governors. Yeah, yes, he's like the like head a of a prison. Warden, that's he... the that's the um
2: that's the lion bread
1: guy.
0: Really? Yeah, that exactly. dude he runs a prison. A prison. A
1: lion bread. Yeah. he runs a prison. He Runs a prison.
0: Oh um, shit! Now now did, did like, he have prison slaves like Hillary does? Uh, or
1: and they made a lot of uh they made a lot of jokes about it too. But like again, the British prison system very different from the American prison. Sure, it's not a for profit system. No. Um, <laughs> but.
0: It's not deeply fucked, just kind of fucked.
1: But, like, it, it is. It's just, like, there's people... And and because of the way they film it, too, like, when it, with an American show, you can tell that they, like, took all these people away from their lives and put them in this high-stress situation for, like, you know, two to six weeks to, like, do this. Whereas this, they literally, like, everybody still has their life. They come on a weekend, they bake, they go back to their jobs or go back to school. One of them, um, sometimes with the younger kids with the with the younger contestants like the 17-year-old and then Ruby the 19-year-old like the 17-year-old was like in the middle of her A levels and like had to be taking all these and like Ruby she's i think like 19 she was like studying for her psychology finals at the same time as trying to do this and like she and she made it all the way to the final which is pretty cool um because she if you think i you can feel how you want about her because she constantly looks like she's going to burst into tears and that can be very annoying but if you think about it, because she was at school, they even say, like, up until the final, she didn't have a kitchen to practice in because she yeah. was, like, living in dorms. Shit. So, like, she would get there and he'd be like, well, what did you plan? She's like, I'm kind of winging it. He's like, what do you mean you're winging it? And I'm like, bitch, where was she supposed to practice? <laughs> On a hot yeah. plate? You want to offer
2: her your kitchen, Paul Hollywood? Yeah.
1: Like, she did. She, she was did at school.
0: <laughs> but so, so how did you guys discover... GBBO. Because I just came home one <laughs> night and she was watching it and I'm like, this is fucking delightful.
1: I knew about it because um, you can find some of the British ones illegally on YouTube, I believe. And back I've when I this. worked at DC um, podcast, get the fuck out of here. Um, my cat is just super in the way. Um, when I worked at DC, one of my coworkers, workers uh, Jody Tong was watching them. She would have them on her screen while she was doing all the, uh, she was a pre-press artist. I th- she still is. but So she was doing all the art corrections and stuff, and she would have it on on the side because you don't necessarily need to like watch it, watch it. And right. she like highly recommend. She loves baking and cooking, and she highly recommended it. And she kept saying, oh, you got to watch this, you got to watch this. But my job in particular, I couldn't listen to things that had words because I was proofreading. So I never really like checked it out. But it
2: seemed like everything I would be you into. You might accidentally put shik torta in yeah, there right? somewhere just because um, it's on your mind. It seemed
1: like everything I would be into. <laughs> and then it kind of popped up on the front of my Netflix queue. And I was like, you know what? I should watch this. And I did, and it was everything I hoped and more. <laughs> I so knew that there was a lot about bread because there were a lot of jokes about the n- myriad, similar to the myriad of sponges, myriad of British breads. Yeah, so many breads, so many breads. Many breads.
0: Name all the breads.
1: I, I oh can't. Gosh. <sighs> oh my god, Akima. There's my cat. Is I mean, like it's croissant bread. It's a pastry.
2: It's a patisserie. Yeah. I don't. I mean, there's, there's like they there's did a ciabatta. There's ciabatta. They there's did biscotti
1: baguettes. once. Yeah biscotti is a biscuit maybe yeah or a, but I so many know. things are a biscuit it was in
2: paul hollywood zone yeah it was in it was. his area
1: but there's like so many different kinds of breads and whether or not you have to prove them once or twice and how long And you don't want to
2: overprove you don't it don't want to overprove or underprove it no. usually people overprove and underbake is what yeah oh. the over-prove you want to get the underbake. it depends on how dense or or,
1: or the air bubbles you, you were there during good. Bread Week once because you were asking me what a soda bread was. Yes, mm. yes. What a quick bread was, and I said it's like a soda bread. It's something that has like carbonation in it that kind
2: of makes it rise on its own. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. Really typical of Irish mm-hmm. cooking, actually. Yeah. Traditionally oh. an Irish thing, but I mean, I guess yeah, technically you don't kind of British, see sure. soda
1: breads here that much. But if you were asked, if you were to ask like an American or something, a lot of them will have baked a beer bread, which is a oh, similar sure. concept, but not we don't cook soda breads as much but we definitely have around the fall you'll see a lot of beer breads people
2: will cook although our kind of like southern biscuits yeah the not the flaky kind but like the kind you get at kfc yeah like those are almost like a soda bread like like there's definitely baking soda in those yeah because like
0: i i love me a proper ass biscuit
2: yeah, Like KFC well, or Bojangles. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're from, where from, from? I'm the from south Oklahoma. North. Okay. Oklahoma I mean, Oklahoma is, you could almost draw a diagonal line from the northeast to the southwest and north of that line is very midwestern and south of that line... Is very very southern. southern, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, they think they're southern. They sided with the Confederacy, and I sure. guess that counts. But it's ultimately, I mean, it's the dead center of America. It's the huh. bullseye. Sure. Of America. So I'm from Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> but there, you know, there are some good biscuits. There's some good, like Not you know, church lady no. potluck supper situations happening there. Oh yeah. Um, and I am a big fan of pie. Mm. But there are so many more pies than I thought too. So many more pies, and one of my favorite things was when they were making during a pie week. One of the bakers was saying, "I don't really, I don't really care for fruit." Oh pies. yeah, he was like,
1: "I don't like fruit pie," so he like refused to try
2: it. And I'm like, "That's the only kind of pie." Mm-hmm. I mean, All these other things mm-hmm. are cream pie, cream pie person.
0: I, I, I love a right. key line. there's not,
2: but they're not. There's not really a cream pie situation in the that's Great there's not. Show constellation. No, like, there's that's not, true. In their universe. What pies would pies I think a exist. cream pie would blow their minds? Yeah, it's not a, he part, likes, he's a good
0: <laughs> part of Mary Berry major. Pie. Yeah, yeah, I like a meringue. I like a, a good key lime.
2: Ooh, I love a key lime, uh, chocolate cream, best I it's a good chocolate, chocolate banana cream. cream. So
1: good.
0: Best key lime I've ever had is at Bright Spot here in uh, Echo Park, mm. uh, which is the best pie in Los Angeles.
1: There's a lot of arguments about the best pie in Los Angeles. I also very much <laughs> like Bright Spot. I just don't don't tweet at us, please.
0: <laughs> no, 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 fucking do, do, do tweet at us. Because if it's if your answer is anything other than Bright Spot, you are a lot incorrect. of people go
1: in our neighborhood. Go to uh, go with House of Pies. Yeah, well, those people can right go fuck
0: themselves. House of
1: Pies is great. House
0: of Pies is very good. Um, but it is no, no Bright Spot. because Well, first off, their pies aren't 19 inches tall. That's
1: true. They mm. are very thick pies at Bright Spot. Mm. I'm a big fan, and a thing that they use a lot in, in British baking that we don't use as much here, which disappoints me, is rhubarb. I love rhubarb. is yeah. good. Rhubarb is great. Rhubarb is very great. We just don't use it here that much. Whenever they have a strawberry rhubarb at Bright Spot, I get so pumped. It's underutilized.
0: I mean, the only person And that... also,
1: okay, so another, sorry, another awesome <laughs> thing about it that that reminded me is that, like, um... Because these are like, because they know what they're doing ahead of time and they get to plan it and stuff, people bring like from home, like their own stuff that they've like grown or like their own sourdough starter or like honey from
2: their own bees bees, or like garlic that
1: he wild garlic he went out and picked in the woods and they'll like make their own molds for things and stuff. Like you're not just limited to like what is there or like what they're providing you. You can like. Other than the technical challenge, you can, like, bring anything to the table you want. Bring it all.
0: Which I didn't realize for a little while. I was like how are these people able to do these such specific recipes? Oh, wait, they probably just bring their shit from home. Yeah, the yeah. two,
1: the, the first, the the signature and the showstopper, they know ahead of time they get to prepare for. It's only okay. the technical that everybody's given the exact same thing, and that's just a test of their skills. And I think
2: that's another innovation in the Great British Baking Off, baking off show. Baking show off. <laughs> oh, they're, they're baking um, off so hard. They're baking off. Well, actually, Sue would love that. Before Um. we started recording,
1: we did have a whole joke about uh, the Florentines with the uh, the cherries. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We have some, we have some, we didn't have any dried cranberries, but we did have some uh, edible cherries. And so we were like, "Oh, this would be great for your." Uh, yeah,
2: you It could would be really
1: classy. It'd be a really classy stoner dish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but have a stoner tea those. time. We, did we, not didn't use those. we didn't do I'm that. We didn't.
2: do that. I'm gonna they, go check on um,
0: They were very, very helpful at the Grateful Dead concert last week. Can tell you that
2: much. <laughs> but I think the the technical challenge is such a great innovation because, like, we have we have this long tradition in the U.S. of these reality show competitions, like Project Runway and Top Chef, and all sure. these things. But you rarely see the group of contestants all given the exact same tools and asked to do the exact same thing yeah like that's something that's really cool because you can see like all of these people these 12 bakers that they pick Mm -hmm. they have they're excellent bakers all of them sure but you can see how quickly something can go wrong because baking unlike cooking just standard cooking is chemistry yeah and if it's not put together in exactly the right way before it goes in the oven you're not going like to know yeah. until it's done. And then you have to put it up on the stage and let Paul Hollywood, the white walker of bread kings, <laughs> judge it. And, and it's, I mean, it's great. It's brilliant because. Like, I almost, you can't hear me from over here. No, no, I can. I
1: almost made a uh, cupcake without sugar last week by accident. I right. only happened to notice it at the last second because I licked the beater like a heathen <laughs> when I went to put it into this thing, and then realized there was no sugar, in
2: it and like rapidly pulled everything out of the
1: stove. That I was
2: like, fuck, is a, fuck, fuck, fuck. the classic quality control test. You there have was, was to one that somebody used
1: salt instead of sugar. Yes, yes. There was one episode where somebody used salt instead of sugar. I think that I was tried
0: to the... bake her some brownies, and I accidentally made meth.
2: <laughs> I hate it when that happens. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, that being said,
0: oh, yeah. I now have $80,000 I didn't have before. Uh, so the the Florentines have emerged from the, the oven. The oven.
2: <laughs> all right, those are very
0: good Florentines. They look they look, they look, look right. legit.
2: They look like they did on the show. That so, was another thing we couldn't find. Did we talk about this before in the baking segment? We couldn't find candy peel. I think we yeah, talked about we couldn't Yeah, candy we couldn't find candy peel because so we're in America. Yeah. Let's try them out. So look at, look yeah, at that. Yeah,
0: they came You're, out. Some of them came out
2: ooh, okay. Yeah, like
0: this one's zigzags not so zigzags
2: look legit, but this one looks excellent. Oh, yeah, these zigzags look fucking dope. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Got the crunch in the microphone. They're good. Those are fucking solid. I think yeah, we did it. <laughs> There's fucking
0: rules. Um, we did it. I think we definitely need some napkins. Yeah. Because I'm wearing uh, light pants. And I'm immediately going to look like I shit myself.
2: He's wearing baseball pants from like the 1800s. I am. We're in those filas, you know. Yeah. One in those filas. Mm. Yeah, the chocolate's just like immediately
1: melty on your hands though. Yeah. I think we finally broke this one too. These are Ikea chairs. They're not great. They're yeah. very old. These are legit.
0: Yeah, these are really good.
1: All right. Well, the rest of the episode's done because now we're just gonna sit here and eat all sit these. Sit here and eat
2: this entire plate. Oh of my god! Florentines, the Florentines, right? yeah. They're really. I could see why you would have these with tea or coffee. Yeah. They'd yeah. Be so good I with, I mean, like we have unsweet- tea. Yeah. Let's um, do a little pairing here. I've it's decided. Quite to, good together. I've yeah, decided excellent. to
0: pair mine with a diet Coca Cola.
2: <laughs> <laughs> because they're sweet. They're definitely yeah that candied fruit. Yeah. The sugar. Mmm. Um, Good job,
0: your, team. Your next challenge is to make a million more of them, <laughs> and to literally never stop, in a sort of handmaid's tale situation.
2: So that would make us Martha's, I guess, right?
0: I haven't watched the program yet, because <laughs> I'm a gentleman, and that that sort of thing doesn't affect me. Um, so let's um, I think that one of the big appeals of the GBBO. Is the the hosts and the judges? So let's uh, let's introduce our listeners to that great cast of characters whose names I certainly know. <laughs> um, um. What's
1: your thing? I can't find. You um, didn't uh, hide me, so I can't find your oh,
2: thing. Oh no. I'm a uh, side work ends. Okay. Which is a a nod to a uh my what, blog. No. Oh, was gonna say is it a restaurant thing? A show that I'm working on. It is a restaurant thing. It's a it's a blog about restaurants and my Ooh. life in restaurants and uh, a book that will ultimately be about the same thing.
1: It's right. Called
2: where the side work ends. Shameless plug there. Yeah. No, nice. that's fine. We have plenty of room for plugs, <laughs> though, because we didn't because we got
1: right into the baking. We didn't really introduce you at the top, um, so we can talk a little about you. Have another book hey, too. You're. you're a, I do. Mail. Yeah. You're a mail. real legit.
2: Totally legit. Secret teller <laughs> of my own secrets <laughs> and the secrets of others. <laughs> um. So, my first book is a memoir, and it's about my family, and it's called Bastards, which is totally fine, because they all know about it, so <laughs> they don't mind being called bastards. Um, but it's not, I mean, it's not really about, yeah. you'll have to read the book to find it's about, out.
1: It's about um, your adoption experience, Yeah, right? it's about,
2: so I'm one of seven biological siblings that were, um... Adopted by five different families, and we grew up apart. Wow. So the book is the story of uh, why we got split up and how we found each other again. Huh. Yeah. Available on Amazon at Barnes & Noble at an independent bookseller near you. Yeah. Uh, and out we, in
1: paperback. We met you last year through the Hollywood French Festival Hollywood with Fringe your Festival. phenomenal show there, which I don't oh, know if there's yeah. any plans to put that on again.
2: but. Um, I'm actually working on expanding it beyond cause it was about an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, the, yeah, that thing needs to be two X. Yeah. So I'm I'm adding a little bit more content to to split it into two X and make it a, a feature, uh, feature length play. And there's also been some movement on converting it into a screenplay as well. So okay. you know, I just need to get my my schedule together don't we all <laughs> and,
0: don't we all and do
2: the whole thing i've been a little distracted the first six months of this year by gbbo gbbo clearly um because that's the other thing that's brilliant about the show to loop this right back in um <laughs> is that it's not stressful it's it's a show that shows us sort of the better angels of our nature and convinces sure. you reminds you i guess that there are good honest people out there, who just you know not in this love country. a good croissant, you know, <laughs> and they'll make one for you. <laughs> sure, yeah, it does. It does have a. It feels
0: way friendlier than not even just American reality shows, than just like American shows in general. It
1: does. It's just like everybody seems to like each other, which is great.
0: Yeah, like it's it's just like it's everyone's kind of chill, and you're making a, a delicious little thing, and even if you get even if you get voted off. It's it's not like you have to go like walk down an unlit hallway and then like talk to the and cameraman. a lot of times
1: when somebody gets voted off they're just like oh god like yeah I knew or they're like oh it um it should have been somebody else somebody's always like oh my god it should have been me like mm, right yeah no one's ever saying like
2: why is Mark still here he's terrible yeah
0: well they're I mean like... Mark was bad fuck Mark
2: <laughs> they're like oh no it was the right decision. But whenever anyone's contesting the decision, they're like, no, it should have been me. I thought it was me. Yeah. So let's talk about Um, the decision makers. Yes. Talking about the hosts and the judges. Yes.
0: Um, So the the judges are uh, Paul Hollywood and Mary Berry.
2: Yes. Paul Hollywood is his given Christian name. I was wondering about that. It is not a stage name.
0: That is awesome.
2: But considering how desperately he wants to be... Gordon Ramsay it works for him. It's I yeah. mean it's almost too good of a surname. You almost can't believe it. Yeah, it's it's one of those names where it's like that that
0: can't be right.
2: Like like Merle
0: Haggard can't be his <laughs> real name. Uh, um what what is his deal? Like I just I just don't know anything about them aside from the like I'm stoned at 2:30 in the morning and she's watching it and I start laughing at the way they say sponge.
2: Oh yeah, so many sponges. Um he's a he was a professional baker. Okay. And he his father was a baker. Yeah, as his well. father was a
1: baker. I think I've told you about that. That like his dad was a baker, so he like grew up baking. You're right. You and did. He is,
2: he is of the baking manner born. And he, <laughs> I gotta say, he Fuck, is. I'm mean, going this whole plate of these. I, I know, yeah. <laughs> is terrible. He is my problematic fave on the show. I mean, maybe not my fave, but he's my my most problematic fave. I like how many jokes they make about his hair gel. Oh my gosh.
0: I can imagine. Yeah.
2: He's so like kind of macho and steely and a little snide, but then and you just hate him. And then he sees something like the guy who made the lion bread, and he reaches across the bench and just shakes his hand, and it's like, ugh. That I mean, it's it's a little swoon worthy, and I hate.
0: thinking he's a little
2: swoon worthy but he just is and then when you watch the master classes which we haven't even talked about oh yeah yeah but they're the companion to the bake-off where Mary Berry and Paul actually at the end of the season bake all of these things and show you how to make them oh you watch that man need a loaf of bread and it's he's so fluent in like the language (laughs) of dough and it's he's like needs it with one giant paw and slaps it on the bench yeah. and then like smacks it on its little tush. God, this is so
0: filthy. It's so
2: it's just Oh, I hate myself for saying this, but it's really sexy. Yeah, this, this <laughs> speaking, like, of, <laughs> speaking of Paul Hollywood.
0: Ex- you know, we did an episode about open relationships. <laughs> I wasn't expecting the Great British Bake Off episode to be the horniest episode we've ever done. <laughs> But, hey, surprise, surprise.
1: Speaking of uh, Paul Hollywood from 15 hours ago in an article, apparently now, because they actually do make a bunch of jokes during the uh, master classes, which we will get to. She makes a bunch of jokes about how he really just wants to be on Top Gear. Mm,
2: mm-hmm. And apparently
1: he is currently on Paul Hollywood's big continental road trip. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> in which he, is, uh, which he thinks it could rival Top Gear. I think it's so different. I think it's more about the people and the places as well as the cars. We need more in culture. The cars are the platform that allow me to tell that story. Um, so it's sort of like, oh my God, look at this fucking picture.
0: How much do you think he had? He hates Matt LeBlanc right now.
1: Oh yeah. Isn't he on that?
0: Uh, yeah. I think he, w- I think he left. I think he only oh. did one year. I don't know. Um, my like, brother's not here. Oh my he, God. Knows, he knows all look that at stuff. Look
1: this fucking picture. Oh I tried to God. turn it sideways like, and it he was wrong. he's
2: James Bond.
1: He is Get James James this. Bond a little bit. Get this fucking photo. Oh my
2: God. He's offensive. He's, he's more
1: JW. I'm mad pepper. about this photo.
2: a double breasted vest? Uh huh. What Let any- me see this. Look at this. Wow. He wants.
0: Yeah,
1: he wants so badly I'm both horny and angry about this photo. He wants That's so Paul badly Hollywood. to be that is peak
2: Paul Hollywood.
0: He wants so badly to be James Bond, but he's the guy that James Bond shoots in the head to get to the door where the bad guy is. You
2: would never shoot Paul Hollywood. Oh he makes too oh many God. good things. That's to true. Put in your mouth. That's true. That's so- I mean that. <laughs> this article.
1: This article is about how Paul Hollywood um refused to be on uh, strictly uh strictly come dancing which is the dancing of the stars yeah in um, uh, the uk the great That's british bake-off great favorite british name. was encouraged to sign up by none other than a long-standing judge on the bb show bruto Tanelli, who was seemingly impressed by his moves speaking exclusively oh, he's, it, he's 51 too? The 51 Ugh. year old said his answer may not have been what he was looking for um when they filmed together for his latest project the big continental road trip when asked about working with the panelist Paul commented, we've met before. I've been to a couple of times just strictly to support friends. We had a great bromance. We still keep in contact. I'm very fond of him.
0: Wow. Oh my God. Um, I bet he
2: shook his hand. Oh, wow. And then he said,
1: I said it's not going to happen. That was after one of the police officers got me directing the traffic and he said, Paul, you move so well. Mm. The pair teamed up in Italy for the TV Chef's new BBC offering, which sees him drive all manner of vehicles across the continent as well all as finding himself manner. in some unusual situations, including a nudist camp. Mm. Despite a number of awkward okay, encounters, see. he said, I had the best time ever in my filming career. It was not scripted. Just lads in a car. Just being myself.
2: <laughs> okay, that is... I don't want to see Paul Hollywood naked. That I don't want to see I that. I don't think that
1: we are going to see that. I don't think the BBC will I allow that. I could handle seeing you him in a half-body
2: apron, though. Yeah, it's shirtless, not coming out. Because
1: it's the chocolate. And
2: kneading yeah, a sure. loaf of sourdough. I could I could handle that. But I don't want to see... I. It's the mystery of him that is disturbingly attractive. I'm quitting this image right now.
0: <laughs> That's fair. Um
2: and then there's there's Mary Berry.
0: And then there oh, the is just so own.
2: delightful.
0: Mary Barry uh looks like she should be the like baking instructor at Hogwarts. Like she oh, is sure. that, that British.
2: Yes, she's that British. Hi British Millie. I think she's British. like um, can we talk
1: about the second photo of her when you Google her?
2: Yeah what <laughs> is she's she? got her finger in she her just mouth. She's got her finger <laughs> in her mouth. <laughs> I think she she probably would prefer for that to be the first one. Yeah. That's the thing that's so great about her. She's Mary a British Berry. food
1: writer and television presenter.
2: And she loves some innuendo and some double entendre. She and does. she I have seen a meme from the BBC website of this upcoming season for us. Where she is quoted as saying, I'll eat a little carpet. Oh! (laughs) Love her. Wow, I adore her. Brilliant. She's like if Julia Child were Emma Thompson. Okay.
1: And they like, both make a lot of Julia Child jokes on the master classes.
2: Yeah. They do. Yeah, yeah.
1: He Paul Hollywood every time Paul Hollywood talks like this, you know he's doing a Julia Child impression.
2: <laughs> you fool <laughs> the do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And she, oh gosh, they're so good together on the show. They're even better together in the master classes though because they give each other so much shit. Um she always when when it's a Mary Berry recipe during the masterclass, and she, Paul Hollywood measures out all the ingredients, so he's like her like yeah. prep bitch, yeah. And and then <laughs> she's
1: constantly like, she's constantly like, "I'm gonna stand
2: over here, or you're gonna purposely get the flour all over me." And he totally and he does. does. He would absolutely do something. I mean, like we've that. all
0: gotten flour on someone before. <laughs> it it happens. Just happens. You just you just acknowledge. I it mean, and move in on.
1: fairness, it is very easy to. Put flour in a bowl and then like do the stupid thing and turn it on too Holly and then it's all over you. Like, right, that it's like,
2: Flour is the glitter of the kitchen. Yeah, it's it just gets everywhere. Everywhere. Um, you find it months later. Who put flour here? Where did it come from? <laughs> Nobody knows. Uh, what is what is Mary Berry's deal? Like what what was? Oh, she's a national treasure. Well, yeah. Um, First of all, yeah.
1: Let me see.
0: She's a knight.
2: I think, you know, she's, I think she's gotten some, some official acknowledgement from the Crown, for sure. I mean, if she hasn't, that's an extreme miscarriage of yeah. justice and propriety. Yeah. Um,
1: Let's see. Let's see what Wikipedia says about her.
2: Are there
0: any pictures of her next to cool
2: cars?
1: I, there may be. <laughs> Probably. Who knows? Um, British food writer and presenter. So oh. she's, she's 82. He's 51 and she's 82. She could kick his ass.
2: Oh yeah, she, could. Um, she absolutely would kill him. Yeah, in his sleep. she was a oh, yeah.
1: uh, British food writer and television presenter. After being encouraged in domestic science classes at school, she studied catering and institutional management at college. She then moved to France at the age of 21 to study at Le Cordon Bleu, before working a number of cooking-related jobs. So she's like she has published more than 75 cookery books, Holy including her hell. best-selling
2: baking bible in 2009. She's wow. like she's a little less. Julia Child than she is Martha Stewart though she's like if sure. Julia Child she's got the training of a Julia Child but she uses her powers for the forces of home cookery like she's sure. not boning ducks on TV yes. she's gotcha. she's making lemon drizzle cakes yeah. it's more, um, more okay.
1: stuff you could make you are correct right. so Barry was appointed commander of the order of the British Empire in the 2012 birthday honors for the services to her for her services to the culinary arts oh hell yeah
0: I made a joke and it came true
2: no, it's, That's it's a true. serious title. Yeah, she's yeah. a
0: commander. Shit.
2: She's like she's the
0: same rank as James Bond. <laughs>
2: <laughs> she's James Bond. She's James Bond, not Paul. I Hollywood. would watch and been... a Mary Mary. So this has been going on Bond since movie? 2010. Yes. Mm. People would underestimate Mary that. Berry. She would bring them, like, she would hand the villain a couple of Victoria Sponges mm-hmm. at tea time, and they'd be, oh, this sweet grandmotherly lady, and then before you know it, so, they're dead. And then Here's no the one's thing, like, how did
0: this woman even get into though, my island lair? I don't care, this sponge right, she cake brought, is delicious. She brought
1: cake. So the series has been going on since 2010, but they've only been airing 2014 on, on PBS in America. Oh, okay. Um, but it's been going on since 2010, and just... So, just because of the way that uh, um, British TV works as opposed to American, one thing is that in being a 10-episode show, because it's 10 weeks, that's actually quite long for a British series. Yeah. That's true. But despite that, in seven series, there have been 64
2: episodes, excluding the 28 Masterclass specials. Okay. Wow. So, there's almost half as many masterclass specials yeah Damn. that's like a that's a series in itself yeah but Those yeah there's only great. 64 episodes in seven seasons um of but that's course. still that's a
1: that's a lot for a british tv yeah. show yeah yeah because they do do it for a full 10 weeks
0: yeah that's
1: it was on bbc2 two until 2013 and then it was upgraded to bbc1 oh, 2014 yeah. which is BBC i think why we only one. have in pbs i think it's a BBC thing with bbc1 one 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 situation situation gotcha yeah. Uh, We we only get it
0: at its horniest.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Related shows. The Great British Sewing Bee.
0: What? What? Hold on. The Great British Sewing Bee?
1: Yes. Bake Off, Creme de la Creme, The Great British Bake (laughs) Off, and Extra Slice, The Great Pottery Throwdown, and Junior Bake Off. Well, wow. The
0: Great British Sewing Bee?
1: Yes, and The Great Pottery Throwdown. That
0: is a perfect uh, sketch specific. Like, that is that is perfect for, like, if you need a fake British TV show. And it's real.
2: Also, oh, the Great thing. Pottery Throwdown. Yeah, the Great
0: Pottery Throwdown is very good.
2: I mean, junior I think bake there's off. still room for, like, the Great British knit-off. Yeah. Knit off.
0: yeah. 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 The, well, because they've already got one that's off. It'd have to or be,
2: strictly
1: like... Strictly come crocheting. I definitely want
2: to see I so badly want to
1: see Junior Bake-off now.
0: Strictly come crocheting.
1: You know... Yeah, so it is moving to Channel 4.
0: Oh, okay. Which is not a BBC on September, channel.
1: 12, on 12 September 2016, Love agreed to a three-year deal to broadcast the show on Channel 4. And so Mel and Sue, I can't pronounce her last name, Guide, Guide Rock, and Perkins, I don't know, subsequently announced they would not be returning when the show moves to its new network. On September 22nd, Mary Berry announced she would also be leaving the show when it moves to Channel 4. Paul Hollywood later announced he would be staying with the show. So he's a fame mm. whore. On... September sixteenth, twenty seventeen, or no, on March sixteenth, twenty seventeen, it was announced that Prue Le- Leth will judge alongside Hollywood, and that Sandy Tavsking and Noel Fielding will be taking over presenting duties. I'm, I'm,
0: ex- I, and I say this having not seen as incomplete much of the Bates show. And other incidents. The idea that's of a list,
1: that's a whole section on the Wikipedia: uh, incomplete bakes and other incidents. Ooh,
0: is Bingate on there?
1: Bingate's like I think the oh, number one. Sure. Well, this, it, this goes through all of them. So, oh. And also, oh, another thing that we were talking about when we were saying, like, oh, people, aside from Bingate. But there are also things that, like, I feel like on a lot of American shows, like, whatever happens, happens. And you just have to deal with it. But there are things where, like, there's ones where they'll go up there and Mel will be like, uh, I accidentally shoved my elbow in that. Please don't take him. Like, right. like, yeah don't 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 like uh, if there's a mistake <laughs> people will account him. for it like don't hold it against that i did that to his thing sure like, right
2: yeah, yeah don't i'm not gonna leave you out to dry although the other thing too that mel and sue the hosts do is they you know they're constantly around while the bakers are baking and they will if someone's having like kind of a breakdown moment mel and sue will run in and ruin the take so that they don't get embarrassed on TV so it's unusable. Oh. Like they'll do something like run in front of the camera and and say something ridiculous. Um, just yeah. or come in and like block it so that it can't be used. Oh, so they're that's they're sweet genuinely yes. like caretakers as well of the bakers. They're not sure. just they're are... you know in it for the double entendres. And but... these people
1: are great. It says as of the sixth theory there have only been three incomplete incomplete bakes Oh. and there are only four incidents listed one is Bin Bingate bin which is gate. in series 5 during the Baked Alaska his name is Ian I was right mm-hmm. Baked Alaska challenge Ian Waters ice cream melted for reasons that were not entirely clear although the editing of the show suggested that it had been caused by another contestant's actions he threw his ice cream in the bin in frustration and left the tent uh, he had no cake for judging uh, the incident was labeled Bingate and he was eliminated from the competition oof um, in series four, contestant Deborah, we talked about this one earlier, accidentally used Howard's custard instead oh, of her Howard.
2: own. Poor oh. Howard. Poor um, Howard. I mean classic. But then, it, then it says Howard, But then it said <laughs> Howard
1: was forced to use Deborah's custard and this was taken into account by the judges. Um this one I didn't know about because it was pre The Ones they Air. Uh, in series three, John White was unable to complete his bake after he suffered a severe cut to his finger on the food processor. Ooh. He tried to continue working on his strudel wearing a rubber glove, but the bleeding required medical attention. And he therefore had to abandon the last bake. And as a result, no one was eliminated that week. Aww. Whoa.
2: Man, um, but blood strudel. Series 2, that would Robert be a good Billington. A or or blood something. strudel. And here's another one. In Series strudel. 2,
1: Robert Billington mistakenly dropped his tiered showstopper <gasps> while applying finishing touches to the cake. Both judges and presenters came to his aid to salvage the bottom tier of his cake, and he was able to present the incomplete showstopper as a single-tiered cake. Oh,
2: See, God. people help. Yeah. Could you imagine Padma Lakshmi helping someone out on Top <laughs> Chef, like, "Oh no, no, no! You're that's about to topple. I'm gonna save it." She would just stand I could, there. And- I could
0: imagine like Alton Brown tripping someone or shoving someone <laughs> when they're not looking. That that is one of my fa- favorite. The only other cooking show I've I've really watched any of is uh, Cutthroat Kitchen, mm. and I do like when they um when they bring the judge down that like Alton will just take credit for like the annoying challenge that someone else had to do. Like like he'll bomb in and like someone will lose a thing. So they'll have to like make some orange juice by like pedaling an exercise bike that powers a blender or something. Oh
2: my gosh. And
0: so that takes like five minutes of their half an hour. And then when the judge comes down, Alton will be like, Oh here, I made you some orange juice. <laughs> it's like, oh you're such a
2: fucking dick. <laughs>
0: um, oh my
2: gosh. Yeah, that's, I think they, they set the bakers up for success. Oh my god,
0: yeah. I love um, that
1: I'm reading more about this, the, like, uh... Are
0: you reading more gate? about the knitting bee? No,
1: the bin gate thing specifically, that people, like, more than 800 complaints were lodged with the BBC over the incident, and also <laughs> some complained to the communication watchdog, all com. <laughs>
2: We're like this will not that stand it was in Britain. That
1: it was an unfair thing. That wow. like well, other it people sabotaged him, him. That there to was
2: been the thing. It was
1: well apparently though like. It says The editing of the show suggested that another contestant, Diana Beard, had caused the failure by removing the ice cream from the freezer and perceived sabotage resulted in a furor on social media. However, unseen footage broadcast in the accompanying program, an extra slice, shows Lewis holding the large floor freezer that contained Ian's ice cream open as he piped the sides of his own babed Alaska, while Mel warns him to pipe quickly and close the freezer. Later in the episode, when Ian removes his ice cream to begin the next step of his dish, it's still quite soft, indicating it went into the freezer he shared with Diana without being completely frozen.
2: Oh, Mm. see. Various
1: members of the cast posted comments in support of Diana, and a BBC spokesman later issued a statement that Diana removing Ian's ice cream from the freezer for less than a minute was in no way responsible for Ian's departure.
2: Hmm. Finally, Diana's name is cleared. Many
1: viewers complain. I'm reading all the controversy things. There's a product placement. They were sanctioned for product placement in 2012.
2: Ooh, could you imagine that? Yeah. Um,
1: During the fourth series, there were accusations of favoritism towards female contestants. Um, oh yeah
2: that was uh, the ruby tando season
1: yeah which would well, the thing that was that however similar claims were not made in previous year over the all-male final or even the year before when there was an all-male quarterfinal mm. but it's because the fourth series also suffered allegations of paul hollywood's favoritism towards ruby tando and personal attacks on tando by various people including chef raymond blank both paul hollywood and ruby tando denied the accusation
2: well the thing the ruby thing is very interesting so when I I was convinced first she was watched, going home.
1: I was convinced she was going home after the first week.
2: When I first watched it live with Ruby Ruby season, I didn't like her very much. She seemed very you know wibbly, like a like a seeping pudding. She does. She and seems. I just,
1: <laughs> she seems like she's gonna burst into tears at any second, and I just constantly. Didn't, well,
2: I mean, if you're
0: near Paul Hollywood, wouldn't you? No,
2: I don't know. Maybe that's a sign of weakness. I'd like to think that I wouldn't, but who knows. Um, feel like he's with like, he's like a fucking bear. You can't show weakness. You no, know, that's true. You true. shouldn't. You shouldn't show weakness, but some people do. And the, but then, so I didn't like her the first time I watched her season, and it did feel a little bit like she got let off easier sometimes. She definitely because did. she seemed like she would probably jump off a bridge if they criticized her too much. And I didn't. Sure. I was like, ugh, that's so blah. Um. But then when I watched her season again, because I do rewatch them I do too. Um, on Netflix, I actually came away with a much deeper understanding for her. She seems like someone, I mean, I don't, I'm not a psychiatrist or yeah. a psychologist, but she seems like she has some anxiety issues, and I understand she, that. Um, but hey, that's but, why she's going to school for psychology. There yeah. was a lot of uh, furor in... Um, Britain, that maybe there was an affair going on because Paul Hollywood has had affairs with co-hosts previously in his career. Yes. Really? Um, notably when he came to the US to do a version of the great American baking show. I feel that like I remember uh, that this, this was several years second. ago. Um, this was not the uh, great holiday baking show that Nia Vardalos and her husband have uh, have been doing for the past couple of years oh. uh which is pretty droll it's not quite as good as the great british bake-up but it is it it tries. Why not just call um, it my big
0: fat Greek bake-off? Well, here's like, some that's, right? that's all...
1: There's apparently also quite a bit of controversy over the innuendo. This is also listed
2: in the oh, controversy really? section. Oh, really? innuendo's the best part? A number
1: of viewers complained to the BBC feedback show Points of View in the fifth series about the, quote, constant smutty remarks from the presenters Mel and Sue. <laughs> this series was seen as having more innuendos than previous ones. Some reviewers noted really? the extra pinch of saucy spice and the increasingly filthy-minded hosts Mel and Sue,
2: while the Daily Mail argued that the smutty innuendos made the show no longer fit for family entertainment oh come on kids aren't gonna get it it'll go right over their heads but they're british kids so they're smart so maybe but i do when someone when they give you a challenge of a self-saucing pudding how are you gonna leave that you can't leave it alone you've got to comment on self saucing pudding oh, everyone
0: learn everyone at some point self-sauces a pudding like it it, we're humans, we're we humans. all do we it. We all
2: do it. So here's the when you said there were more, the
1: success of The Great British Bake Off led to the BBC commissioning many other series closely following the format from Love Productions. For example, The Great British Sewing Bee, The Great Pottery Throwdown. However, 2014, 2014 series Hair, using the same format, was produced in house by the BBC. Love Production responded by making preparations to sue the BBC for infringing their copyright. Although the matter was kept quiet, the BBC settling out of court and compensating Love Productions, the matter sourced, soured relations between the BBC and Love Productions, oh. and then that's when they announced they were moving oh. to Channel that's 4. That's when
2: they moved. BBC! Mm. I'm seeing this move in, in a In January new light. 2017, yeah. the BBC
1: waived its rights to keep the program off the
2: air until 2018 and wished the program well for the future. I, well, I mean, my alliances might be shifting in this controversy. Yeah. That seems pretty. Yeah,
1: Hair is a British reality TV series that was first broadcast on BBC Three in 2014. The first series was presented by Steve Jones. Well, the second, duh, duh, duh. I don't. I guess it's um.
0: It's the a musical. Thing... It's a musical about hippies.
2: Yeah, but going back to the Ruby Tando controversy yeah, sure. situation, where people thought that because of course they, they had did because she with... was a 19-year-old girl, but she's actually she came out as gay mm-hmm. after. Her series ended. Yeah. And so it's Oh, like, I'm not saying, of course,
1: she slept with him. She's a 19-year-old girl. I'm saying, of oh, course, of that's course who that they was targeted. The, right, of course. Because the yeah. one 19-year-old girl the thing, on the program like, is the one they accuse oh. of it.
2: Yeah. So I don't know if the when it aired initially on PBS when I was watching it, if, if maybe some of the editing is different. Maybe there's more footage in the Netflix version. I'm not sure, but I do remember very vividly having a huge change of heart about Ruby. Um, hmm. cause I really, I can hardly express to you how much I disliked her every time she came on screen. My friend and I, so I discovered the show when I have a friend who's a teacher at a, a professor at USC. Okay. She's a classics professor. Um, hello Devin. Uh, and we used to get together every Sunday night at her house to watch Downton Abbey and knit. that's <laughs> okay. the kind of person mm-hmm. I am. Love it. Um, so The Great British Baking Show came on right before Downton Abbey. I think it was the final season of Downton maybe or the next to last season. And we would just sort of keep it on in the background on mute or low while we put together dinner and like got our stuff together. We weren't really interested in it. And then one night we watched it and we were like, this show's the best fucking show. This show might even be better then Downton Abbey, <laughs> what have we been doing? And then we started looking up the recipes and cooking the technical challenges. And, I mean, we did we did the religieuse, which were the two, uh, the little puff pastry, not puff pastry, uh, the little shoe pastry nuns. Okay. Um, we did the Charlotte Royale, which looked Ooh. like a brain and was totally weird. We did the floating islands, which are... Uh, very strange. Well, there's Charlotte um,
0: Royale and then its sequel, Charlotte, Charlotte of Solace.
2: Right. And then
0: Charfall.
2: And then Florentine.
0: Yes. <laughs> and then we don't know who's going to be the next Charlotte. Well, we'll.
2: Right. You know, we'll 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 see. But yeah. So it's uh, I just I just love the show. I just really love the show. Uh, and I love Mel and Sue. And I'm really sad that it's going to be very different.
0: Them. Yeah let let's let's talk about uh, to sort of wrap up. Let's talk about the, the changes. Um, it it seems to me that like Mary Berry is kind of the key ingredient. Like she's the most British part of it.
2: She is the most British. And
0: like it seems like you and I don't know anything about the lady that they that they're replacing her with. But if I feel like if they try to just find somebody else to kind of do the same thing, it won't have that same magic. I
1: don't think it will. Um, I don't think they are. Hold on. Let's see who she's... I, I read it, and then I...
0: And, like, like don't get me wrong. I, I think Noel Fielding will be a good host. I think he's hilarious and delightful, but, like, he's also, like, the biggest hipster in the fucking universe. Oh, yeah, so but I think
1: like, there's something about the way Mel and Sue play off each other that's almost more important than whether or not they're good hosts. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Agreed.
2: We're agreed. Um... Mm. There's one thing. There's one thing I do want that I wanted to make sure I mentioned about what makes the show great. Okay. Just as a footnote, I'm just sliding it right in, totally shoehorning this.
0: God, this is it's such a, a fucking horny British, episode. It's
2: a great British banging show, but the thing that's another thing that's so excellent about it is that everyone on the show is British. Yes. There's no, like, there are Muslim British people, and there are Welsh British people, and sure. there are. Red, red-headed men and there are 70-year-old women and they're, like... Yeah, they're, one, they're very...
0: One of them like, was just a dementor?
2: No. But they're, like... I mean, they wouldn't turn a dementor down. No, it's just... You it's know? this very
1: inclusive thing. Yeah. Even so much as that it's never... Because it is in the tent, they don't have a studio.
2: They bring it to different parts of the country every year. It's never always in the same place. Yeah. Well, and there was that one... Was she German? Ugne? Like, mm-hmm. they're immigrants that are yeah. British. Like, these are... The, it's it's saying without stomping its feet about it or or asking for a trophy that all for of it, these people are British. All of these people are British, and that yeah. I think is
1: so. Lovely. You get British. Especially you China. get all kinds of British accents. You yes, get all kinds China. of foreign accents. Like you have Chetna, who's very mm-hmm. Indian, um, and um, I've already forgotten. We just talked about Nadia. Nadia? Yeah, oh, and she's Nadia. she's Bangladeshi. Um, and and they allow people to like talk about how they bring their their cultures into it. There was the woman from Lithuania, I believe.
2: Lithuania. That's yeah, she yeah, she was
1: Lithuanian. Oh, wow. Um, and I think that's an important. Just, thing really to, cool.
0: That's an important thing to have now, just given how like polarized the fucking world is. Um, it's it's nice to have a show that's very just like no, we're we're all in this together.
1: Yeah. So it is going to be an older Prue life who is replacing mary berry um she's like 76 so it is an older woman that is replacing mary berry they're not trying to now like shoehorn in a sexy young chef like they did here sure they understand that you need to have the like older respected british baker otherwise paul hollywood come on yeah Yeah, Prue Life uh, has been a restaurateur, caterer, television presenter, broadcaster, businesswoman, journalist, cookery writer, and novelist. She was born in South Africa, but her working life has been spent mostly in London. Okay. She's a chancellor-designate of the Queen Margaret University, and in March 2017, she was confirmed as Mary Berry's replacement.
0: That is a that is a British-ass title, too. The Chancellor yeah. of whatever you
1: just said. She was she was also appointed an Officer of the Order of the British Empire in 1989 and a Commander of the Order of the British Empire, similar to Mary Berry, in the 2010 birthday honors. Mm.
2: So So, wait a minute. She was a Commander before Mary Berry was a Commander. Because yes. Mary Berry wasn't until yep. 2012. She was two years before. That is a travesty.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't yeah.
2: know. Maybe it is. Yeah. Who, who <laughs> fucking knows? She also uh. went to
1: Le Cordon Bleu.
2: Okay, all right, all right. So her creds, her her. She's got yeah, are, she's got the yeah,
1: she's got the legits. She's got the legits. Legit. Her first television appearance was in the nineteen seventies as a presenter for two thirteen episode magazine series aimed at women at home.
2: Women at home. Mm-hmm.
1: So she seems to have the she seems to have the legits. Right. Yeah, Sandy Toskvig, who is going to be with Noel Coward. Nope. <laughs> No, no, Noel Fielding. Noel Fielding, no, <laughs> 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 no, very different show. Different Noel. Different
0: that would. Noel. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I would if, if, it was, if it was if it was Noel Coward and Oscar Wilde hosting this
1: thing and just being right. <laughs> flamingly
0: gay and just super she's mean a, to everyone. She's
1: comedian, yeah, author. Oh my
2: gosh, the she's a shade. Com- oh, the comedian, shade. author,
1: radio and television presenter, and co-founder of Women's Equality Party. She was born in Denmark, hence her last name. And I think her and. Noel Fielding are going to be a very interesting pair.
0: Oh, wow. Because, like... All right. Noel Noel Fielding is the closest thing to a ladyboy that exists.
1: (laughs) She took over uh, from Stephen Fry as the host of Q, or QI. Oh, QI, yeah. Yeah. So. Huh.
2: I don't know. But she's the joint founder of the Women's Equality Party. Oh, that's cool. that's not nothing. Yeah. So, but I really hope she continues to bring the indo- innuendo. Man, that's one of the. best I mean, come things. on, that guy, the, her,
1: and then this is the photo of Noel Fielding on his <laughs> Wikipedia.
2: Oh yeah, which which photo was it? It's him performing Mighty Boosh. Oh yeah. Like I it's gonna be a you weird can't combo, but but because some of the things are so weird, like there's the the torta. And the wind torta and all of these totally bizarre dishes that you can't help, but someone says they made you a chic tort? Come on. So this Come is on. the new woman who's going to be
1: with Paul Hollywood. That's Prue. Prue-lithe.
2: Well, she looks sweet. Oh.
1: She looks okay. I'm sure she'll be delightful, she, but she's not, a, I don't think she's the same institution Mary Berry she, is.
0: she sort of looks like a middle school vice principal.
2: She does. But I could also maybe buy Mary Berry as a middle mm-hmm. school vice principal. No, she would she be She seems principal. to be more of yeah. a – She'd be well, the well, no, she would, She'd be, like, element. the dean. So here's the she'd big – She'd be the
1: dean. Here's the big correct. difference, though, is that I think Mary Berry is known as the queen of baking, whereas this, this new woman, Prue Life, she's more of a general chef. All of her, um, all of no, her recipe no. books are, like, a cookery bible, how to cook, you know – they're all straight cooking. They're not necessarily straight baking. I mean, oh. is she
2: really going to be able to differentiate the qualities? She's also of a, a novelist. The Prodigal Daughter, of a my seventh hot novel. Hot water pastry. I don't know. And the appropriate uses of a. In Full puff and a rough
1: puff. Everybody, everybody hates Pastry Week. Everybody freaks out when Pastry Week comes. I around. think
2: everyone loves a rough puff, though.
1: Everybody does love. Can a you rough just puff? keep saying rough puff? <laughs> everybody rough loves puff. a rough puff.
2: <laughs> I
1: want to make a rough puff.
0: There, there are, there are some, there are some subreddits about rough puffs. That, um, you don't want to go on at work. You don't no. want to do that. Um, so, is there uh, any anything we haven't covered that you would like to cover before we wrap up?
1: Ugh, I wish we had. If reality TV was like this here, I'd be more into it. Yeah, oh, same. true.
2: Agreed. It's Agreed. just so
1: delightful and comforting, and I get why it's a British institution, and I get why people want to watch it. Like, and every time I'm watching it, I'm like, I just want to move there. I just want to move there. It's so much chiller.
0: A, fr- a friend of mine is in London right now for that exact same reason. Mm. She's like, we've oh. yeah, we've been watching it, and. Uh, I just like I just want to go. Admittedly, she's also there because she finished a season of SNL, so like <laughs> probably needs a vacation.
1: Yeah, but Ugh, it's just delightful. It's delightful and inclusive and everything. I wish we had more of here. Well, while and also being
0: super fucking horny. Oh
1: wait, you know what? We didn't. I said we should talk. We should talk about the master classes. Oh, oh yes, yes the master classes. So these are also on YouTube. There aren't any more ones that were aired here, but there are. The masterclasses are also on Netflix, not YouTube. I'm sure they are on YouTube, too, though. But where it's after the seasons, um, Mary Berry and Paul Hollywood with just the two of them in the tent, which they're very aware of. They're, like, very awkward <laughs> and aware of the fact that there's no one else there. Not even Mel and Sue? No. It's no, just, just the them. two of them. And they just have to, like, carry this where they talk about, like, the recipes that they specifically picked. And they'll make, like, their version of it if it was the technical oh, or sure. if it was the showstopper or Like their version of how to, and they like walk you through how to do it and give you their like tips and tricks. But it's not necessarily like a straight cooking show where it's like next you do this, next you like. It does tell you, but it's not like waiting for you to do it along with it. It's not that kind of cooking show. Sure. Like they'll just, they'll just show you their thing and like banter off of one another and just like be delightful. And then they'll like sit down and they'll taste it and they like really compliment each other and like
2: do they're very complimentary. Yeah, they're very complimentary about what one another makes and like and they also at the end of the masterclass season have a christmas special where the mm-hmm. christmas special they're not showing you like the masterclasses they're showing you mostly um, things they the technical challenges and some of their signature versions of things like Paul Hollywood in one have you seen this one this i was like oh sir go out into the backyard and beat yourself he made this Swiss roll you mean bagel. oh it's the very was, first one it's the Swiss roll a black licorice Swiss roll yes, that was like it's black licorice and raspberry and he's like I just love black licorice and raspberry and Mary Berry instead of saying like you monster which is the only appropriate response says oh I quite like that too and I'm like get out yeah that actually sounds like that might be okay well, no, because no. she—well, she does actually. At first, she's like, "What licorice? Really?" It's like raspberry and Jagermeister, in a cake. Like, well, it's no, very first you. off. So there's a couple things with that. One, it she does, does look at first, badass. Yeah, at though. first she looks like, badass. At
1: first she's like, "Oh, licorice." She's like, she is a little hesitant about it, but then she's like, "All right, this is fine."
2: I think she could have been more hesitant, but.
1: But what's offensive about it is that it looks really great. It does look great. But at really the same great. time I know that it tastes like black licorice which makes me so angry. It makes me want to go
0: You know admittedly I I might be a weird I might be a weird case. I, <laughs> one of my which
1: a- goes back to our earlier statement of Paul Hollywood constantly makes me both horny and furious. <laughs>
0: one, one of one of my favorite snacks I discovered in college, I was simultaneously eating a pack of Skittles and a box of those chicken and a biscuit flavored crackers.
2: Oh, I do love those crackers. They taste like mm, cancer in the best m- way. <laughs> mix the two.
0: It's surprisingly delicious.
2: Get a couple Skittles <laughs> in
0: there, a, a couple uh chicken and biscuit crackers. It's a, it's a it's uh it's pretty good.
2: We've well, nope. got like buttery, nope. chickeny fruit like that that uh, works. No. That all works. But the Christmas special. Yes, the Christmas special, they bake things that they've ne- they've never shown you on the show. Yeah. Like like piles of cookies in the shape of a christmas tree mm-hmm. and uh, that that italian cake
1: pan pan oh, pandoro pan yeah. pandoro
2: yeah uh, which is not the World of planet, right? It's not no. that. It's a delicious panettone-like.
1: Yeah, you can bread. get them here. You can get them here. They come in. You get them at Christmas, and they come in like their own little box. It's like a domed box. Oh, yeah, it's like sure. it's just like it's the like, panettone like, much, 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 but it's a different yeah. color. It's, it's like, like a much, it's like a much taller sure. pound cake in a way, and it's almond.
2: It's very oh. good. It's and Paul we do Hollywood that's a very italian thing those. so i had those growing up ah see yeah. i had never yeah, i never heard of them yeah. we um, don't have italians Paul in Hollywood the Carolinas. we had them that we
1: had those you could get get those anywhere that i mean being from where i'm from the two things that like you could get a lot of italian things around christmas and you could also i've never found them here which is very upsetting and i doubt you ever had them in the south but at right around mardi gras because i come from an area that's very polish you can actually buy pączki in the store ooh
0: I'm, not, ne- buy I'm not even entirely sure. I've heard that. Okay, term, that's because but you've heard me know. and Kristen
1: yell about punschki a lot. Yeah, I have no idea My what it is. My roommate in college um was also from like the very same area I was in Connecticut, and we were both Polish. And so you grew up we grew up with this and you um they're basically just like offensively decadent, like filled like well, jelly like a, and like custard a, donuts. Like a jelly donut, yeah. Oh. Yeah, and they've got like they're like glazed and they're like a very traditional like fat Tuesday dish that nice. you it's Italian, but like and they're spelled like it's punschki, so it's spelled of course like PZ PCZYKU, P-C-Z-Y-K-U- of there. like there's not
0: even a P in there. Like
1: there's no way that you look at that word and thinks that's how it's said. And I'm even still probably pronouncing it wrong because I'm not Polish. But that it's... is one thing
2: we haven't talked about either is the amount of jam. There's a lot that of jam in these baked goods. Yeah, there's like a the lot of jam. I like jam and cake and jam. Like when in doubt, put some jam on it. Put some jam in your. They're very. They're very into filled baked goods.
1: Yeah. yeah, they are. Yeah. They and make like, a lot less. They don't make as many like straight cakes as you would see here. Everything is filled. Yeah, everything's filled. Which and I think is partially a skill thing in that they're trying to show that right, they have to show that as skill many in their. Yeah, possible. sure. But everything is filled and it's always filled with
2: jam or custard. Yeah. Frequently both. And and they also sometimes put jelly, and I'm not talking like strained jam. I'm mm-hmm. talking like jello jelly mm-hmm. as fillings in things. Like imagine a chocolate cake. With a creamy chocolate ganache on top, and you bite into it, and the center is is lime jello. That sounds like like
0: the dopest ass thing. (laughs)
2: He would be
1: really into that. He's the wrong person. That sounds like that would (laughs) fucking rule. It is. Oh, I love like for example the one like weird theme one they did where they had a Victorian recipe. So everybody was using all those sheets of gelatin. Oh gosh, yeah. Yeah, Everything was made with gelatin because that was like the new revolutionary thing in Victorian times. Were just dabbing. No. (laughs) <laughs> it's just got gel- sheets of gelatin in it
2: that was one of my least favorite technical challenges and i didn't make it the tennis cake thing yeah i was like i would never eat that. no it like, was so weird profiteroles stacked yeah. on top of each other you, i'm there you did make a cake but, that looked like yeah Roger and then Federer, it just it though. did it right. just had like well, a I mean, layer of lime jello boat, for sure it did it had like a layer of lime
1: jello it was, it was no, so it was weird uh, it was like a
2: fruit cake it was and then a layer uh, of it was uh, raspberry. It was some kind of jello. It was um oh what was it? It was a uh, like an almond paste. It was a marzipan. Oh yeah, Ooh, yeah. With a fruit cake. It was a fruit cake. A fruit top. cake with like marzipan. Mm-hmm. marzipan.
1: There was a layer of something else in there yeah. too, though. There was layers going on. It looks that. like a
2: tennis court. Yeah, because why? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> I don't know. It was a tennis cake. <laughs> um, but yeah. So yeah. So I mean, basically, the answer to your question is. We could talk about this for a very long time
1: oh, Yeah, so yeah days. this episode is going to be at least an hour and a half. That's fine. Um, because we got real
0: great big out of it. Oh, yeah. So um, to wrap up, um, if people wanted to find more Mariana King related content, uh, where could they do that? On the internet. Or is there anything you want to plug aside from um, your well, various they, and sundry books?
2: Yeah, they could find me at marianaking.com or wherethesideworkends.com, which is okay. where I write about food. And I plan to chronicle my adventures doing the technical challenges for uh, this upcoming season as well. So sure. awesome. <laughs> awesome. Um, I will definitely come help if you want. Yes. I would love that. I have a really tiny kitchen. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, my
1: kitchen's a pretty nice size, thankfully. Um, yeah,
0: as opposed to our we like. We can use more counter space. Yeah,
1: we could use more counter space, but compared to our old kitchen in Brooklyn, where you literally couldn't open the oven all the way because it would just hit the wall. Nice. Um, this is very expensive. For me. Yeah, there Classic. couldn't
0: be two people in the kitchen.
1: Yeah. I'm
0: still not allowed in the kitchen while she's uh, cooking but they' are well because I, I move be around a lot
1: and everywhere you think you're out of the way you're suddenly in the way <laughs> yep mm-hmm. I feel you on that I feel that yeah
0: yep um, I can be found on the internet at uh, hell yes brandon across all of the various social media platforms um, my sketch team the pinup squirrels has a show no
2: nope, oh, nope. Not by the time this Mm-mm, is not by very... the time this
0: goes up <laughs> um, we will have another show in July um I don't think I have anything else to plug other than the than that show that already happened
1: so um it was brilliant it was amazing yeah it was definitely awesome
0: yeah it it, it uh it, it was actually a really good i totally of saw it yeah you 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 were both totally there <laughs> um beth what about you
1: uh you can find me everywhere on the internet at, at Girl Adactyl. um and you can follow the podcast at, at IntuitPod. Um, I think you'd be Intuit on Facebook. Uh, you can also find things on Instagram under the hashtag, hashtag IntuitPod. If you have an idea for something that you want to record with us, uh, email us at IntuitPod at gmail.com.
0: Ooh, speaking um, of, um, I will be in New York for about a week at the end of July. If there's anyone in New York that would be interested in coming on, Holler at your boy because um, we're looking to I'm looking to record at least an episode or two while I'm out there. So if if you've wanted to be on the show,
1: now is your chance. Also, I tweeted about this recently, but um I really want to talk about Stargate, and Brandon doesn't know anything about it. So if anybody wants to come talk about Stargate with yeah. me, please hit me up. As long as um, as
0: long as we can then record a commentary track for the Dom Luise episode.
1: And absolutely. Release as, and release
0: it as a bonus episode. We
1: absolutely can. Good. Um, because it's a ridiculous episode. Um and yeah i don't really have much to plug other than i'm still stage managing at the hollywood fringe festival Mm -hmm. um which goes on through june 25th uh i'm stage managing four great shows at studio stage they have 17 shows there um two of which I'm not stage managing but are being done by my theater company that I'm a member of, Theater Unleashed. They're doing The Spidey Project, which is a uh, Spider-Man parody musical and is great. And Three Can Keep a Secret, which is a uh, choose-your-own-adventure-style play, though we're not supposed to say that because apparently Choose Your Own Adventure is copyrighted and we got a cease and desist.
0: TM, TM, TM. So it's
1: fringe-your-own-adventure. Um, but it's ah. really cool. It has a few – there's several different endings you can get depending on – Uh, three different places during the story that people had to so god bless these actors they had to learn all the different possibilities based on what the audience picks there was a super
0: cool uh, there was a sketch team back in new york called stone cold fox that they had a choose your own adventure sketch show Mm -hmm. that like with all the different passes or paths that you could take there was something like 30 different sketches that you could get Mm -hmm. and i was talking to somebody that and it ran for like a solid six months and there were, by the end, still a couple sketches that they just hadn't gotten to, huh. just from the mathematics of it.
1: But yeah, um, so I'm stage managing four different shows there, one of which, not that I wouldn't recommend the other ones, but I would highly recommend anybody who can coming to see Blamed. It's one of the scholarship shows this year. Yeah, it's um, really good. It's phenomenal. You didn't see it yet. Well, I, I was trying to help.
2: You didn't see it yet. <laughs> I'm going to
1: see it. You better see it. I was. I they was gave just, me a shirt. I love it. I was um, just trying to help. You are trying to help, but... It's very good. Well, because they only have the one preview and the rest of their shows are at the end of the month. Um, oh, gotcha. But they're all, I'm also doing So You Want to Be a Vampire, which is a great show that has a blood splash zone. Um, a So it's like a Gallagher um, concert. A dance piece of The Little Mermaid, which is scored entirely to Evanescence, which I wasn't mentally prepared for when I was told that, but it actually works really well. It works really well. That sounds really fringy. I just I like, it, it, it was not 2006, so I wasn't prepared for it as a statement, but it actually works really great. And they're, they're super professionals. We had an unfortunate sound incident during their preview, and they just fucking kept dancing, and it was amazing. Is it all just um, versions
0: of Wake Me Up Inside with steel drums? No,
1: there are a lot of different versions. Um, well, they're not, there's different songs. They're not different versions of single songs. And then the last one I'm doing is called um, the Birthing Pit. It's by, uh, it's the first play by a new author and it takes place in the revolutionary war or no not the revolution god uh it takes place after the revolutionary war um the antebellum era no but (laughs) it and it takes place in the west indies and on a ship and it's like a cool kind of creepy horror um like psychological zombie story it sounds weird when i'm putting it that way but it's so great and there's only two actors and they one of them he spends a lot of the show on stage like by himself and they're just like fucking powerhouse actors the two of them nice um Y'all didn't to know that much about all of them, but I just... I don't know. They're really great. Come see them. Yeah. And and you can come hang out with me as well. And yeah, thank you as always to Kalen West and Tiny Stills for the use of our theme song Starting Over is a Lot Like Giving Up from the album Falling is Like Flying. Um, check them out online. Their new album should be coming out soon. I think that's it.
0: Yeah, I think that's... Uh, I think that's it.
1: So yeah. everybody, now, go out there, get your cooking, get your uh, recipe book out, and ready, set, bake.
0: Bake <laughs> Podcast over
2: don't you, don't <laughs> you want want